Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What's up, guys? I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Conscious Collaboration. <laughs> and today we're here to do something a little bit out of the box. <laughs> we're big, big out of the box. <laughs> we're dipping into our inbox to read some of the mail that you've been sending us. And we've got some answers for you, right, ladies? Yes. We'll see. <laughs> so uh, we we picked some of our our favorite our favorites um, just for the record, uh, or one of our most favorites. So yeah, we're uh, working on some more ways to connect, uh, as we talked about our last episode where we announced our upcoming Facebook group. Um, so we want to kind of try something new where we can read questions on air. Maybe we will, um, progress to doing some live, uh, content. So, so we'll just see, we'll start here and see where it goes. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And I think maybe it'll become like a, a monthly thing that we do reading people's emails. (laughs) So, um, again, yes, we're having the Facebook group come out. Um, Lisa, is there going to be, this is a private group, right? Yeah, I think we talked about, um, last time we got together, this would be safer if we have it private, it'll be listed so people can find us, but there'll be a little bit of a screening process. So when you come in the door, there'll be some questions asked and then we'll approve you to come on in, um, get to know everybody. And what's that, M? Vibe check. Yeah, vibe check. <laughs> and um, what are some of the things uh, that they'll be able to find in our Facebook group or see? Well, we are going to be sharing some things that we don't talk about in our podcast, a little behind the scenes. Um, we talked about sharing some topics around mind, body, and business strategies. And there will be different ways that you can connect. And perhaps in the future, you can also meet some of our on-air guests. Um, So we're just going to let this develop as it unfolds, as everybody gets in. We'll take some polls and um, really just we can all make it what we want, um, just really expanding on that whole idea of collaboration. Yes, it'd be really cool to uh, really start to build a community around the podcast and uh, hopefully create some other collaborations from connections that are made. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so with that being said, we'll just jump right in to our uh, listener email that we're going to talk about today. Um, I think Emily's going to take us off with Mr. Gambino. Uh, so Mr. Gambino, if you're listening, this one's for you. Yeah, so it's actually Mr. Gambini, Mr. Francis Gambini. Oh, oh, my apologies, Gambini. To unpack here, but let's see what we can do. So this is in reference to our episode on imposter syndrome. Uh, So you can go back and give that one a listen if you haven't um, for some context. 
But Mr. Gambini starts with good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I have recently received the pleasure of experiencing your podcast episode about imposter syndrome that you have so kindly furnished into my auditory system. <laughs> For that, I thank you. You're welcome. I noticed that there were three lovely sounding ladies on this episode. I'm sure you are all equally lovely in person, but I'll withhold proper judgment until my eyes fall upon your (laughs) visages in real life. Well, our thumbnail is a picture of us, Mr. Gambini. That's true. That's true, Mr. Gambini. Do your do your homework, sir. And jump on into the Facebook group and there'll be some live videos in there. Yes. You'll be able to see our visages. <laughs> <laughs> While one of you did mention that a male counterpart does also experience this imposter syndrome, I still got the sense that this is a heavily female-oriented syndrome. And we have talked to a couple of counterparts since then who are men who uh, also experience some form of imposter syndrome. So we're real happy for you, Mr. Gambini, um, that you're not necessarily experiencing that and that you only have to get the sense (laughs) of what that feels like. Um, Then he goes on to say, however, I'll put my hat in the ring to say that I too suffer from imposter syndrome. Oh, plot twist. This has been occurring (laughs) since I was a teenager. (laughs) There's always been that nagging feeling deep inside that I'm not actually Francis Gambini, the enforcer of the local Italian mob operation, but instead Francine Gambini, the gentle, bingo-loving, soft-hearted, and delicate flower that wants to sit mint juleps while knitting sweaters. <laughs> there is so much going on, like just in the last two sentences. Um, but I feel like that would be another episode in and of itself. But um, so apparently Mr. Gambini is in fact experiencing some manifestation of imposter syndrome. And he ends with a question, is there some fun that I can shway to assist with this type of imposter syndrome? Do you like bridge? Maybe we can get a game of bridge going. Would you like some Bailey's? Ciao. So <laughs> See, there's yes, a lot to unpack. <laughs> I prefer spades over bridge. And why don't I kick the other question to you ladies? Uh, we can start with Lisa. Is there some fun that Mr. Gambini can sway to assist with the type of imposter syndrome that he's experiencing? Um, yeah, of course. Like fun all the sway. Okay. So, <laughs> lots of ideas. <laughs> we have lots of ideas in this area. So in terms of imposter syndrome, what I would say, so imposter syndrome from what we've been learning in the past couple of um interviews with, with, um, with our guest is talking about imposter syndrome means that there's a disconnect between who you are expressing yourself to be and who you feel you are, um, internally. And so this makes me feel like, um, it would be a disconnect with how you are presenting yourself, um, to the world. I would look to the um, fame and reputation area of a home, which is the center back from the front door. If you're walking into your house or the center back 
from across from any door if you're walking into any room. And so this area, it is ruled by the fire element. And it is containing the energy that is aligned with really your inner self, what lights you up and how you are marketing yourself to the world. And so I would also really like to say, this isn't the only area that I would support. And I know that Michelle probably has some more ideas around this too, but this is really the place that you were nurtured to be able to project yourself to others in a way that is um, aligned with your core authenticity. And it's also called, we like to call it the inner, inner flame area rather than fame sometimes. So to activate this area, you would, it would be great if you had a fireplace um, because that's easy to stoke that fire, but you could have a candle, you could have something that is um, representative of fire, any of the flame colors. <clears throat> so you would take a look at this area, make sure there's no clutter, make sure there's nothing broken. Um, if you have to reorganize it and stage it to look really beautiful and attracting. And if you don't see a big presence of fire in this area, you could also add in wood. So wood would feed and nourish the fire. Um, so you could add some wooden objects. Um, anything that's purple, green, or floral would be great here too. And you would, <clears throat> excuse me, you would place these objects with intention and really hold inside your mind's eye. Um, how am I, what lights me up and how am I projecting this? How am I marketing this to the world? And have a mantra. Um, a mantra could be an affirmation that you have. It could be something that you read on a tea bag that really aligns with how you're feeling in the moment. Um, it could be, um, it could be Omane Padme Home, which was what we use a lot in BTB Feng Shui. And you would speak this mantra nine times um, and really hold in your mind's eye that vision of how you're projecting yourself. And make sure that this, this area is displaying how you want to be represented. So this should be a big highlight, a big feature area within your home. Um, yeah, I mean, did I cover cover that area well enough, Michelle? Yeah, I think also, um, you know, if, if there's a specific industry or something you're looking to do in that area um, or whatever field or whatever action you're taking that's making you feel that way. Um, you can also put a picture of yourself, uh, you know, like on a magazine or, you know, with a yeah. statement or something and make that and put it in that area. Just so when you walk by every day, you see that, um, picture of, like you said, how you want to portray yourself to the world. Um, so yeah, but I think definitely, and anything I'm sure you said red, anything in the color mm -hmm. red, um, also triangles, um, mm -hmm. triangle shapes. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think you covered yeah, it. Certificates I, even like if that's where you want to put your diplomas mm -hmm. or your certificates or awards, if it makes yeah. sense there. <laughs> exactly. All your, yeah. Yes, all your T-ball trophies. <laughs> so it kind of seems to me too, like maybe um, Mr. Gambini was feeling like an imbalance of the masculine and feminine energies. Um, is there anything you could add on to what you've already suggested to help balance that? And do you agree? With, do you even agree with that? 
Yeah, I mean, that happens. It ebbs and flows in everyone. I, I would look to the center of the home then, um, which is the area of Dal that connects and holds every every energy within um, energetically within your life and energetically within your home. So the center of the home, Mr. Gambini, again, it should be really clutter-free and it should, um, should not have any broken objects. Um, check for drains. If there's anything that's draining away from the home, if there's a sink here, if there's a toilet here, um, make sure that you are, make sure it's in working order. And then, um, you know, I would say jump into the Facebook group so we can help you a little further if that's the case, because that's a little more advanced. But the center of the home is really connected with the earth element. And it's a great place to have golden yellow as a color, um, square objects, square shapes. And, um, it should be, you know, it should be easy, easy to move around, easy to reach all the different areas and parts of the home. So you don't want any stagnant energy there. Um, yeah, so that's where I would, I, that's a great place to start in the center and really, you know, connect and get grounded. If you're feeling Mr. Gambini, a separation or a constant struggle between your, your yin and your yang energies. I do have a question for you, Lisa. Yes. Do you like bridge and do you like Bailey's? What is your favorite card game and what would you drink? Oh my gosh. Well, I don't remember how to play bridge. I'm not going to say I don't like it, but I can never remember the rules. So I, I really don't want to play that right now. Um, Bailey's does not sound good to me right now. <laughs> so I would probably pass on that, but I would probably choose the Bailey's over playing bridge, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I just don't know how to play bridge. And unless someone has the patience to teach me right now, I don't see me doing that. What was the other question? If you would uh, like some Baileys. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> you refreshing. Oh, a Moscow mule. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe some Uno. Oh, so oh, some, I was yeah, actually going to say... <laughs> I am more of an Uno type of gal and um, definitely bourbon over Bailey's. So that would be my, uh, my preference, Mr. Gambini. Um, But to, to piggyback off of what Lisa said, I also think that the helpful people section in your home um, is helpful with imposter syndrome because, you know, that's your, your mentors, your teachers, your tribe, uh, sort of speak. So people to lean on when you're feeling that way and to, you know, get, um, encouragement. And I, you know, our our therapists fall into that area as well. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Therapist. (laughs) So, um, I would work on that section. If you're coming in the door, um, it's, to the, to the right of your front door. If you're coming in the front or, um, any of the front right of your house. So, um, anything in that section that's in the whites, grays, metals, um, is always good to enhance that area. So I think that that would also be helpful. Another little thing, Mr. Gambini, I don't know, uh, if you're into this kind of stuff, but I personally, when I'm, (laughs) when I'm, uh, calling in something, and I think we've talked about this before, uh, 
to through feng shui, I get my nails done in the color that I'm calling it. So mm. if you're so inclined, Mr. Gambini, you could go get a really nice manicure and pedicure. When the Francine comes out. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll be that bingo loving, soft hearted, delicate flower that wants to sip mint juleps while knitting sweaters for distant relatives all day long. <laughs> oh my gosh, that flowed. You you nailed that. I would have yeah. been all over saying that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to jump into the first part of this as well, just a little bit. I know we've touched on it before um, about imposter syndrome, but it really is a pretty good question. Do men suffer from imposter syndrome as well? And um I don't think that it's mostly female oriented. And I know we've had guests, like you said, Emily, that, you know, have said they have imposter syndrome syndrome. So, uh, do you ladies want to weigh in a little bit on that? I think it just manifests differently in different people. Um, you know, you can hear every guest that we've had thus far, kind of talk about their, their version of imposter syndrome. And it's interesting because even, even if you listen to the ones and the two that I'm thinking of right now, were both women who said that they didn't really feel imposter syndrome. They then actually went on into an explanation of, well, but they kind of do, it just manifests in this different way. So I think, I think it just depends on, on, you know, the person and the environment and the particular situation as far as like how it, how it presents. How about you, Lisa? Yeah. I mean, I'm really, I'm really digesting this, like trying to take it all in because I'm remembering these conversations that we've been having with our, um, with our guest and, and there is this like fine line between imposter syndrome and just having like self-doubt mm-hmm. and like self-worth issues. It's imposter syndrome is just, and I said earlier, it's like a, like that disconnect, um, you know, because you can be out there and doing the things that you should be doing, but does it, is there a time when you're like, wait a minute, like, who am I, who am I fooling right now? Like that type of that type of energy. And I think sometimes, oh gosh, you know, maybe, maybe I can see where Mr. Gambini might initially have thought it, thought it, (laughs) initially (laughs) thought he didn't have, um, imposter syndrome, um, because of having such a, you know, a strong confidence. Um, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of men over women might, feel a little more confident in certain situations, but maybe after the fact to be questioning of like, of like how well did it come across type of thing. Whereas like in the female world, I think sometimes we have to put a little bit extra energy into being heard in a room, especially in a room full of, of men. And, um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out for myself, you know, like, imposter syndrome shows up in business. It can show up in, um, it can show up in motherhood, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Well, and also confidence and imposter syndrome can coexist. You know, Mm -hmm. I would consider myself 
in most arenas a pretty confident person, but definitely not immune to imposter syndrome and things of that nature. Yeah. I think there's a fine line too, like Lisa said, um, where I think there's like different levels of imposter syndrome or different stages, maybe, um, where you have to really like trust your internal, that internal intuition. Um, because there could be times where you're having imposter syndrome and really it's your intuition trying to tell you you're actually not going the right way, you know? So, or it's just regular imposter syndrome where you're just having fear about who am I to do this, but you're passionate about it. And then I think there's a whole nother layer, which I've personally have taken this dive this year and really had to put in some freaking work this year, but it's been so worth it. And, 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 um, and positive all around, not going through the work, obviously it's difficult, but, um, sometimes things are revealed through imposter syndrome that you realize, wait, that's, that's a deeper situation that I need to really work on. Um, so I really think the imposter syndrome is just like a, a symptom of a deeper situation, if that makes sense. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, but there's some that's triggered. Yeah. Some that's just, and you know, when it coexists with anxiety and things like that, there's all kinds of overlap. So it's just, it's just one of those things that's going to look a little bit different on everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think the biggest takeaway is to get to a place or at least get quiet if you're feeling it. Um, and I know we've already previously discussed this, but enough to decide what level you're at with that, you know, so you can effectively manage it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm you know, really just definitely check out our our other episode, our original episode on imposter syndrome for some more ideas on how to manage it um, outside of, you know, these, these feng shui um, tips that you guys have given and uh, listen to all of our episodes with guests as well. um, Cause we, we ask all of them about it and uh, they each kind of have their own take on how they approach it. So you never know what's going to resonate with you. Yeah. And just to let the listeners know that was back in episode five that we, um, did talk about the imposter syndrome. So if you needed to look for it, that is episode five. Mm -hmm. Um, anything else, Emily, to add to the imposter syndrome? I don't think so. Uh, I just want to, um, I think that was really fun (laughs) what we just did. And so I want to encourage all the listeners to, definitely um utilize all the channels to get a hold of us um write us an it's old school now write us an old school email uh if if you like um that was i think a lot of fun to unpack and break down and i'd love to do some more of that so uh it's in the show notes but our email is conscious collaboration podcast at gmail.com holler at us yeah. And, um, Mr. Gambini, if you're listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts and responses to our answers, um, to your yeah. questions. And, and like, uh, Emily said, please keep reaching out to us and then catch us in the Facebook group. Yeah. Also. Apply some of those feng shui, um, tips and let us know 
how they work out for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's it. So uh, talk to you guys in five minutes. Talk to you in five. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.